Hi, this is Jesslyn Etchell, and I'm chatting with some of my favorite women in a series called Wildish Wise Women, Conversations with Everyday Goddesses. It's my passion to connect women and remind us that supporting one another is our greatest strength. These discussions are an extension of the in-person women's circles I lead in the Bay Area, and we'll explore a variety of topics. Thanks for joining us. I am so excited and honored to have Christy Marsh here today. Christy is a clinical nutritionist, holistic health practitioner, and a Reiki master, mine in fact. She's dedicated to treating the whole person. Using a bio-individual approach, she's able to assess the unique needs of each individual. Christy's highly trained and educated to offer a whole regime of foods and herbs, energy work, body reading, and lifestyle fitness solutions that work. Christy was trained in San Diego and had a practice in La Jolla for almost 10 years before returning to her native Midwest, where she now lives, and she lectures nationally on the benefits of healing within. Through her various individualized methods of treatment, holistic guidance, which is her website and method for treating everything from lifestyle changes to excessive weight problems to depression, chronic pain, and suffering, while producing permanent life-changing breakthrough results. <gasps> Hooray! Yay! Welcome, Christy. Um, Thank gonna, you. She's going to talk to us today about the magic of Reiki, which, like I said, she's my Reiki master, and I was trained by her in San Diego and Kansas City, both. Yes. So super love. excited. Um, but before we launch into that great topic, let's just take a few moments, just take a couple deep breaths, just in through the nose and out through the mouth. If you're listening, join us. Just getting centered and present so we can receive the gifts of today. <sighs> May each woman who needs the wisdom of this call find her way here. May we speak from the heart and create a wave of peace that radiates out on a global level. May each woman remember her sacred nature and feel the value of her presence in this world. Christy, what's your favorite thing about being a woman? Oh my goodness. Talk about a good question. My favorite thing about being a woman, I think the sacredness of imagination, the softness of a woman, being able to dance internally in my heart and, um, yeah, the vibrancy of feeling like I can fly, I guess. That sounds like pretty bold, but Ooh. I feel pretty good being a woman. <laughs> I feel great being a woman. I feel like there's a lot of beautiful wildness, especially in this time and age, and I'm honored, very honored. All right. Well, we're going to go into the topic, this magic of Reiki, and I think it's an important first question to just um, what the heck Reiki is. I mean, I think it's kind of hard to define, and I think everyone has a different definition, perhaps, in a different way they feel into it, but what is Reiki to you? Ooh, what is Reiki to me? Uh, Reiki is um, the best way to balance all of my bodies, if that's if I can say that in one sentence. Uh, for me, it is magic. It is bliss. It is peace. It is this inner calm feeling like divinity. That's Reiki to me. Wonderful. I love that, balancing all of your bodies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the bodies. Because yep. sometimes we don't talk about all those bodies, but mm -hmm. there are many. Yeah, yes, many. awesome. Well, I would love for you to just 
touch a little bit on whatever you feel like sharing today, your story with Reiki, because you have a pretty profound healing story um, and how it changed your life and just whatever feels good to share today. Just give us a little insight into your journey. Sure. And just stop me if the story gets to be too much or too long, because I'm so passionate about it. <laughs> thinking about it and thinking, oh, this is such a fun thing to retell. And every time it seems to be new details that come up. But yeah. uh, so my journey, yeah, I was uh, living in San Diego, actually in Pacific Beach, and uh, literally lived across the street from the School of Healing Arts. So it kept calling to me and calling to me and calling to me. And I kept avoiding it and avoiding it and avoiding it, which was interesting, because of course, if you find that you're really on a quest to evolve and be who you're here to be, uh, you get reminded all the time. So I did. And (laughs) in that reminder, uh, it was in the form of panic attacks and uh, wild anxiety and uh, to the point where it was quite debilitating. And I found that it would happen on a regular basis all day long. So it was just hours upon hours and I'd never had it before. And I had cleaned up my diet so much or so I thought, and I just couldn't figure out what was going on within me. And at the time, and I was like 22 and it just didn't make any sense. I lived on the beach. Everything was good. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I just started going inward and started questioning a lot more. I'd always questioned, but I really started questioning things. And then I started noticing this pattern of time. So I would notice that like when my panic attacks happened and they were extreme, they were like an eight, nine, sometimes 10, I ended up in the emergency room because they they were so bad. Mm-hmm. And they would be like 411 would be the time, or it would be 333, you know, or it would be 311. So there was something about 11, and then there was something about the repeated numbers that I started mm-hmm. noticing and then jotting them down. But what was really fascinating is I finally just had to learn to deal with it and, and breathe with it or go on a walk or do something because I couldn't afford to keep going to the emergency room. So uh, I remember sitting on the couch one day in my house and uh, there again, it's like 411, you know, and I, this, the phone rings <laughs> and I pick up the phone and there's this lady named Carol and I'd never met her yet. She had seen my name on some list that I'd written my name on and she was a Reiki teacher and she She's just started asking me questions, which, of course, as I know now, nothing's random. So it was a beautiful invitation from spirit, basically at that perfect time, if you will. And she started asking if I knew what that was. And I said, no, I don't. But I've been writing down all my symptoms and I've been doing all these things I think I'm supposed to be doing. And I had this journal and I was just writing mad things down because it was the only thing that made me feel better. And at some point she says, well, you know, there's this Reiki classes, there's classes being taught. Maybe I can send you some over the phone and see if you feel better. And the beautiful thing is I never felt that she was plugging anything or she was selling anything. There was just something that made sense to my spirit at that time. And I thought, okay, whatever, if it's going to make me feel better. Yes. The answer is yes. And she sent me some over the phone. And I remember thinking this can be done. You know, I'm not even in your presence. I've never met you. This is fascinating. And I did instantly felt my pulse start to slow down and I felt my breathing change and I felt something inside me click. And that sounds very, you know, ambiguous, but it was like something connected. And I went, Oh, that's working. Okay. That's working. Whatever that is. I like it. What's that? Yeah. And she said, you know, you need to go to the school of healing arts. Have you heard of it? And I said, that's funny because it's across the street from me. And then she said, you know, you need to go study with the guy that started the school his name is Seymour Copeland. And I said, wait a second. I know that name. And it turns out I'd written that name down Seymour in my journal, Mm -hmm. even though I'd never met him. And then it turns out his last name was on the second, uh, second page. So his name was in my journal 
even though I didn't know why I had written these things and his name was there. So long story short, that was my opening to go to the school, which happened to be across the street from me. And that had been calling my name for a while. And I quickly signed up for any and all classes that were holistic health. And at the time there wasn't necessarily a Reiki class going on, but soon enough, my teacher appeared and her name was Estella. And uh, she was teaching Reiki one, two, and three. And this point, by the way, I had begged for healing, full-on, all-body healing, and that was July when I received that call. And I remember writing, as soon as I got off the phone with this lady, Carol, I wrote, when am I going to be cured of all these symptoms, you know? Because mm-hmm. at the time, I didn't mention, doctors just said, you know, you're going into adrenal fatigue, and uh, one of your kidneys is not working as well as it should be, and we're really concerned, and here's some medications, and I didn't take any of those, but it yeah. was getting scared. So at that point... Uh, cut to the future. I, oh, I write into the journal. When am I going to get cured? I get an answer. And so what this will kind of flow into later, what Reiki can allow your intuition to uh, assist you with. And the answer was November 1st, 2002. Well, at that point it was July, 2002. And I was panicked. Like, there's no way I can wait to remember. <laughs> uh, but I remember thinking, okay, whatever, I got an answer. And what's so funny is I started taking these classes and I kind of started forgetting my symptoms, even though they were there. They were there and they were prominent. I was forgetting them, but I was feeling better and something was working. And the classes I were ta- was taking was just blowing my mind. They were herb classes, nutrition and body reading. And Seymour was teaching some of them. And it was just incredible. And then Estella shows up and she ends up being my master teacher and um, she introduces me to Reiki and we start doing Reiki one, you know, which is the first level and it's the level of light and it's kind of connecting you with light and Reiki uh, really means universal life energy. So it's connecting you with that universal life energy and really it's connecting you with you. Right. The first level is a focus on self-healing. So that's right. So all of a sudden I'm like, yes, this is it. I'm (laughs) self-healing. I am self-healing and this is my mission. And sure enough, (laughs) sure enough, I remember being in a practical Uh, for a class. It was actually a Zen touch class, a Shiatsu class. And it was November 1st, 2002. And it was the first day I had zero symptoms. And I remember thinking, whoa, what was that? I have to go back in my journal and remember if that was the day. So uh, I took Reiki 1 and then I took Reiki 2, couldn't get enough of it. And level 2 was the level of love. And that's healing relationships. So the relationships within yourself and the relationships around you. And that was a powerful class for me. And I realized a lot of things I had not cleared and a lot of things I needed to forgive. And, you know, the class isn't even all that long, but it it works so profoundly within you, as you know, you know, Mm -hmm. that all of a sudden everything becomes very clear and um, you're using these symbols and the symbols are healing and they're connected with conscious uh, living and integrity. And then I couldn't get enough. I wanted to take the third level, which is Master Reiki class. And at this point, I remember thinking, I'm not going to teach this. I'm just going to use it for myself. Right. Mm-hmm. Famous last words. And then <laughs> that, that journey up into big bear mountains, uh, where I got to bond with these incredible women, my Reiki masterclass and who still remain my soul sisters. Right. And I just, 
profoundly realized that I was here to do something with it. And of course, the third level is responsibility and it is the master level. It's about healing the world. And, uh, and it was so much more beyond me. And what I realized at that point is this journey of Reiki had healed me, but it also created an expanded world for me to see so, so much more than my, my myopic view at that time. And then suddenly I had no more symptoms and I hadn't taken any medications and I hadn't really done anything too crazy different except listen to myself and my body. And um, that was it. That was this magic all of a sudden appeared. And it was like, where has this been all my life? Oh my goodness. How can I pass this on to people and allow them to feel the same authentic um, empowerment, really? You know, and talk about women. I mean, we were in a circle of women and it was just this most incredible empowerment. But the thing that I realized is it increased my intuition 2000 fold, really, yeah. you know, and in, in that I was able to hear my inner wisdom. Yeah. So that's that long and short more long story. <laughs> well, you are the absolute poster child for Reiki. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, because Thank of what it's done for you. I'm, I've had a lot of profound shifts in my life as well, but not so dramatic with physical stuff, which which just seems so dramatic because it's it's a lot to deal with when you're going through it, when you're in that. Um, I mean, I still can't even imagine you because I knew you post-PB, uh, Christy, but that you were like... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, exactly. Thank goodness you did. <laughs> well, only because didn't you like pass out while you were working one day or something? I mean, it oh, was yeah. like, yeah, it was yeah. intense. So. I was at, I, yeah, the whole thing started. I was at the bar. I used to work at the bar yeah. and that, that, was just, that was it. And then one night I just passed out cold and went yeah. straight to the emergency room. It was a bad deal. And, and that really started the whole deal of anxiety every day, panic attacks yeah. every day. Well, once you have one exhaustion. thing happen, then you worry it's going to happen again. And then you get in your head about it. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. To that. <laughs> hence the mental body, which is exactly yes. that other beautiful body that Reiki helps with. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I guess the question, the next question I have is what can Reiki treat? And I, it sounds like it's kind of a, the sky's the limit. <laughs> It is. That's exactly right. So if yeah. there's anything in your psyche, anything in your physical body, I mean, as we know, it's all connected. Anything yeah. in the emotional body, it can all be cleared with Reiki because it's really connecting you with your divine self, your majestic and magical self. And in, in yourself holds every answer. Yeah. So there really isn't anything that Reiki cannot assist with and help. I mean, I, I've worked with Reiki now for so long. It's one, of course, my favorite thing to work with. And I haven't, I've yet to see it not help somebody, you know, because it just really gets to the core quickly. And it's also this, it's profound, but it's beautifully subtle. You know, if I can say that there's this subtle, uh, peaceful, sweet energy to Reiki, which I really appreciate. It's super and simple. It's so simple. Yeah. yeah. It's so simple. Like when you take the class, you're like, wait a second, this is it. This is all the things that we're, and yet at the end you're like, oh, of course it's amazing. Yeah. But, but it is simple. And it, 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 that's really like the powerful thing for me with medicine as well as, you know, our inner medicine is simple. It is not some, you know, crazy code that you can't crack. It's really easy and really simple. So that's what it was for me. It was like boiling it all down to like, oh my gosh, I finally found an opening to listen to myself. Yeah. Goodness, wow. <laughs> and one thing I love that you've always said is that Reiki's 100% positive, that it can't do harm. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not like mm -hmm. you can screw it up. 
That's right. Yeah. And really, like we always say the adage that, you know, you always the the how do I say this? The intention is always there. So it's just going to follow your intention. So whatever your intention is, if it's loving, and of course, it always is more wanting to heal. That's exactly where Reiki flows. And so there's really no negativity to it at all. It couldn't be right because our intention for healing. Well, that's good. Well, I would love to hear from you since you've worked with so many different people about what is keeping people from this healing, though. So there's got to be patterns that you've noticed why people stay stuck or sick or, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it is. If, if it's simple, um, there's got to be blocks that people are, are not getting past. What do you see those to be in people? Yeah, you mean specifically to Reiki treatments or just to them getting better? Period. I think just to them getting better in general. Yeah, I've got those are great questions because the ones I see the most are I feel like we are in uh, we're getting out of it. We've been in this victim archetype for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of people almost addicted to feeling those ailments and they don't know what to do without them. And so yeah. I think a lot of people are told that they're sick and there's something in that. You know, there's a payoff. They're getting something from that. And even though they don't know it consciously, we are feeding that in our society. And so it's almost like, okay, there's something in this. It's, I almost think of it as like when I was a kid and I used to be sad and then I would start to play sad music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I'm going to throw on this eighties, really sad, sappy song so I can <laughs> really delve into it. Yeah. And it's because I want to feel this, you know, and then I'm going to get out as an adult, a bottle of wine and really drench myself in it. And what I found is that there is, there's a certain addiction to it. And I think people are, and then there's fear as well, mm-hmm. but certainly I've seen payoffs from ailments. Like they almost don't want to get there. Sure. Yeah. Secondly, I don't think that we're taught, um, that we can heal ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's simply, I don't think that we're taught that. And so that should be taught in 101. Like, guess what? You can, you can heal yourself. And now we have research to see that if we really truly have the intention, 100% intention to heal ourselves, we can actually heal ourselves vibrationally in 17 seconds. Whoa. So wrap your brain around <laughs> that one, right? And that's yeah. seven seconds on the earth plane, like whatever time really is, is relative. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is something that I've seen miraculously happen in people that are really ready, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's other people that they think they're ready, but they're not quite ready. And that maybe it's because they've been in a household where it's fostered negativity and pessimism, or maybe they just continually have a story. And that's the biggest one that I keep seeing is they tell themselves a story. And that's the emotional part, the mental body that's telling them, you can't get past this. This is going to, you're going to get stuck. Why even try? Are you sure you're good enough to do this? Right. So like, these are the stories and that's where, uh, I really love the wellness coaching on top of it or being able to talk people in, you know, kind of out of their story. Like, guess what? You're telling yourself that story. So you have the right to rewrite a story now, a new story. Let's do that. Let's write a new story. And people look at you like, what? I can do that. Right. I can do that. I can rewrite the story. Like all these past, you know, ghosts can go away. And, Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the beautiful thing is I think, um, it's everything wrapped up, wrapped up in one Reiki can just kind of serve any purpose. As long as you truly can believe you can do that. And that's it. That's what I've seen is it's fear or it's a feeling, um, that they can't get over their stories. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. That's great. I, I got chills when you first started talking about it. So I knew a little goosebumps was a good, a good sign <laughs> Yay, <laughs> that that was good. true that, you know, <laughs> that people are getting a, a benefit from, from staying sick in one way or another. And I think think people that are suffering might say, what do you mean? I want to get better. But um, yes. I think this is like, this is deep stuff. 
So this is not just surface. That's right. You have to go even deeper into and ask yourself some really pointed questions or work with someone who can and help bring that out in you. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I said, it's it's not conscious a lot of times. It's definitely a deep deep issue. Mm -hmm. So tell me from your perspective, why do you think it's so important for women specifically to go on whatever healing journey they're looking for? If there's um, like, why is it important for the women of the world to be healed? Oh, so many reasons. But I think, you know, women intrinsically are healers themselves. You know, we have this beautiful history of knowing that we've been healers. And then there's the other part where it's been hidden within ourselves. But I think as women, we all know that magical piece within ourselves. And uh, it's our birthright. It is our birthright to share it, to be it. It's the essence of who we are. And I feel like if we don't, we are closing down such a massive part of our power on earth. And I say power in a, you know, balanced way, not like, like overpowering, empowerment. Men, but <laughs> empowerment. Yeah. yeah, there is. And, and I think that's, um, it's, it's this way of kind of infusing the, the magic that's always been there, but kind of, it's almost like, uh, seeing a tree, like I'm in Kansas city now. So the trees were in the winter and it's, they're all dead. You know, the yeah. leaves are dead. It's kind of like, touching the tree and seeing the the leaves go back to green, you know, it's like really giving yourself that permission so that the rest of the world shines as well. I mean, that's what women are incredible at that. They're very good at it. Mm-hmm. We're incredible nurturers and we have the opportunity and we have the privilege. And I think we owe it to ourselves and everyone else to do that. A woman. <laughs> like yes. <laughs> yes. 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 And yes. A privilege and an obligation. Yeah. Both. Yeah, that's right. And I didn't realize that, you know, there's a big part of me that didn't honor that within myself. And I, Mm -hmm. I shut her down. And and now it's this beautiful, like, wow, how much more can I do? And that's (laughs) it, right? This is this beautiful, expanded soul happens within you. And you realize like, just like love that there's no end to it. Like you can't give all the love you have within you. It just gets better and better and better and better more and more and more and more. It's the same as energy work and, mm-hmm. and uh, the medicine that women have. Yeah. yeah. I know. I remember after getting my Reiki master attunement, I was like, the sky is bluer and everything is brighter. <laughs> yes. like I'm seeing with new eyes. How did I miss this before? Yes. <laughs> There's a new hue here and yeah. it's always been here. <laughs> yes. That's <Yeah>. right. <laughs> so that'll take me into my next question, which is, so for those people that don't know, um, if you choose to take a Reiki class, there are three potential levels. Sometimes people do a fourth level separate from the master teacher, but um, I think mostly three levels. And so in order to tap into Reiki officially, you have to receive the training and the attunement and, and all of that. There's a, a history and a, a ritual you know, behind it. But if someone just wanted to start like today, for instance, if they never tapped into any of their own healing abilities, because with or without Reiki, we have healing in us. Um, what would you say would be like step number one, if you just haven't really found your own healing within yourself, what would you do? Mm. Uh, well, I mean, there's all kinds of resources. So of course you could be led to Reiki books just to kind of read about them, which is really just a fascinating way to read about the history. But truthfully, you don't need any of that. Yeah. Uh, 
you can just take your hands and place them, you know, in prayer or just together in front of your heart and set the intention to fire up your hands with the light that's already within you. And you can just ask for that energy to flow through you. It's very mm-hmm. simple. And, the, and that is really, in essence, an attunement. I mean, you're attuning yourself to that essence of you and mm-hmm. that power of light. Yeah, very simple. Breathing, you know, breathing into the nose, breathing out the mouth, or just breathing in and out of the nose, whatever that, whatever serves you best, and centering within yourself. So breathing all the way through to your center, maybe right below the belly button, but it doesn't really matter. And and really setting your space, um, you know, like you've talked about sacred space, like just being in a place on the couch, or if that's the floor for you, or your room, maybe light a candle. Mm-hmm. Um, none of these things are necessary. You can also do it in your car, hopefully not when you're driving. Driving, but you know, like when you're there, <laughs> yeah. and take your hands in front of your heart and just ask for that energy to flow through your hands because we all have it. And I know when I was 16, and this original story, I didn't, I wasn't trained in Reiki. Uh, I remember having horrible acne. I mean, my face was broken out everywhere. I just moved to Spain for the year. I was, it was a tr- just traumatic for me as a teenager. Mm-hmm. And I remember asking just for my hands to heal my face. I remember asking that, like I was going to try everything and no facial ointment was working. So I took my hands and I rubbed them together. This was just my own intuition of what to do. And I just placed my hands on my face just lightly and like hands on touch and I could feel the heat emanating from my hands. And the true story is the more I did that daily, the better my face looked. And so I got to feel that at that point. So there's really, you can start right now and it doesn't even have to be called Reiki. (laughs) You know, it's just, it's the same thing. All of it is. It's just the intention to send yourself the light that is, that is you, that is within you. Yeah. And that's really all around us constantly. That's what this universal, beautiful divine energy is. Yeah. That is, it really is beautiful. <laughs> yes, it's yes, amazing it that we can tap into that. So wonderful. Well, that's a great answer if someone wanted to get started. And, yeah, because I think, like you said, we we don't come from this culture of being able to heal ourselves. At this point, it's like if you have something wrong with you, you go to a doctor and they tell you what you should take. <laughs> hmm. That's yeah. right. And I yeah, think, but I we're think not we need low. to shift out of that. <laughs> I do too. We're not low in ibuprofen. We don't need medications. Yeah. <laughs> we need something that is already within us, and yeah. so it's kind of you know. And in those moments, yeah, the dire moments that beautiful love doctors and and. Right. Um, diagnosis, but ultimately this is stuff we could do at home. Yeah. yeah. And you can heal yourself. Yes. Wonderful. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to add that I didn't ask that we didn't cover? Um, I don't think so. I think just kind of that sky's the limit. And, um, I invite everyone to just play with it. You know, it's fun. That's the main thing too, is like people see, you know, medicine is not so fun and it's going to be rigorous work. But I think anybody just like yoga, when you start doing an exercise that you love, you know, you realize, gosh, this isn't an exercise at all. This is amazingly fun. Mm -hmm. This is playful. And, and that's really what it's about at the end is it's, you get so excited to do it. You know, it's so playful. It, It starts to invoke that that innocence within you, that person as you were as a child that really just wanted to play and have fun and knew all the answers. I mean, really, it's that. Yeah, wonderful. Well, I just want to ask you a few more unrelated questions that are just fun. What's one book that changed your life? 
Oh, man. Uh, great book was a book called 2150, speaking of age 16. Really hard to find, though. It's one of my favorite, all-time favorite books. 2150, 20 like the year 2150? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, the year 2150. And uh, it's a life changer. The other one I got to say, I know you only asked for one book, but there was one called Radical Forgiveness, and it will radically change your life. And it's all about seeing the patterns in your life. It's not necessarily about um, the old way of, of forgiveness. It's not necessarily a traditional way of forgiveness. It's uh-huh. this new way of looking at it. And that one, you know, I try to read it every year because it's one of those where I get something new every time I read it and it just blows my mind. Those nice. are two of my, And here yeah. I thought you were going to say wild love. <laughs> I thought you might. That was my third. <laughs> <laughs> Only because we've both read one. that and it's both changed our lives quite dramatically. <laughs> yes. I think everyone that's read it has completely changed their life. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Um, and then do you have a favorite quote? Maybe it's one of your own because you have lots of fun little sayings. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have so many. Actually, I wanted to share one from um, from uh, Mikhail Usui, who oh. is from Reiki, just yeah. because it's appropriate. I have so many quotes I like. This one I really like. He he talks about he, this healing uh, Reiki that it shouldn't belong to anybody. I really like that, that it's it belongs to everybody, that no one needs to own it, you know? And that's kind of nice because there's all these different traditions and healing modalities where people want to kind of like own or patent, right? So his quote says, in times like these, the happiness of humanity is based on working together and the desire for social progress. This is why I would never allow anyone to possess Reiki just for himself or herself. This is why I would like to make this method freely available to the public for the well-being of humanity. Each of us has the potential of being given a gift by the divine, which results in body and soul becoming unified. In this way, a great many people will experience the profound magic of just being one. Oh, wow. That's lovely. Yeah. So that's what I, I kind of another reason I like Reiki so much is it's just, it's freely given and it's owned by no one, you know, not even the symbols who, uh, which it, when you learn Reiki, you know, are very sacred as you know, but, yeah. but it's owned by no one and we all have it. We all possess it within us. And it's really just learning to turn that on. Awaken it. Yeah. Well, we've certainly seen a little bit in the yoga world a sneak peek of what happens when you try to patent yoga because that's another one of those <laughs> things that doesn't belong to anybody, but some people that's have tried. Right. That's right. <laughs> it's not working it's out for very well. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. I don't think you can patent magic. Yeah. I really no. don't. It's so it's too wild. <laughs> yeah. It's too wild. And then Christy, who inspires you? Oh goodness. Well, you're one of them. Well, thank you. You. You, are one of, <laughs> you are one of the ladies, the souls that inspires me. Um, who inspires me? So many, so many people, so many. Oh, ah, I don't even have, I don't even know where to start on this one. <laughs> I will say my, my mom. Yeah. is one of the greatest inspirers for me. Um, my incredible teachers, the ones that didn't even know they were my teachers. So, you know, I know everyone says that, but probably the hardest people have had my life inspired me still. Yeah. And uh, my grandfather, who's not here anymore, uh, was the first person that really in- inspired me by watching him heal his cancer um, with certain healing modalities. Oh, wow. So he's, yeah, he's one, most certainly. Awesome. Yeah. 
Well, thank you so much, Christy. This was a pleasure. I really enjoyed hearing you thank talk. Thank you. It's all my pleasure. I'm so giddy. I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> it is so much fun because I just get people on who talk about their favorite thing ever, and it's just great. <laughs> yeah, it's like soul candy. I love it. Yeah. Just putting it down. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, well, I love you so much, and I'm so grateful for you. I love you too. Likewise. Okay. Likewise.